thank you to our three sponsors for supporting our podcast. John Russell's Art Caterers and Milltown Pies, who offer fantastic catering services. Alexander Grace Law, who provide modern and client-led legal services. And SBE Furnishings, who offer high-quality furnishings and electrical items at fantastic prices. Duke, anything from your side around uh, yeah. his yeah. career? I've got... Uh, his bowling numbers really, really startled me today when I was, when I was looking at him. Would you believe... Post war, he's the eighth leading wicket taker already. Really? It's unbelievable. So, can you name a few of the seven that are above him? I'll give you a clue. One of them's hosting this podcast. You get a lot of wickets, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, there'll be Jez. There's only, there's only two that you shouldn't get. The other five you should get. So, yeah, Alan Jez Alden. is number one. He's number two. Finch. Finch. Finch, number three. Matt Orb. Yeah. Number four. Yeah. So you've got the top four. Amateur. Roger Bromley. Roger Brom is number seven. So five and six, you, what, I've, I've not heard of these. Well, I've heard of them, but obviously they were a long time ago. Jack Stott and Ernie Smith. I don't know. Right. And Paddy So they're the seven. And then, and, who's Nanth, yeah, Duke? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't write it down. Sorry. Oh. It's Francois. By, <laughs> is it? No, no, but he, he, all, most of his wickets will be professional wickets. I think it's Joe yeah. Oak, actually. Yeah, he, he's got over 200. Yeah. But Francois' so, three wickets for Laura House are five behind me. So all right, okay. Well, he, I mean, him, that's he, he'll I'm never doing. count because he's only his amateur wickets are comparable to yours <laughs> because pros get more LBWs, yeah. they get more wickets because yeah. batters yeah. are shit scared of them and stuff like that. So there's no comparison. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the other thing I wanted to say no. was... 277 league wickets at 17.6. Um, on these days of, you know, batter-friendly covered wickets, that's actually the best average in the list. So, yeah. you know, like these silly old duffers who go on about how, how difficult it was to bat on uncovered wickets and Stan always goes on about how his runs are worth twice as much. Well, <laughs> that surely would, would indicate that you, you should have a, should have a much higher average. Well, what I would say to that, Joe, is I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but, but I do have a tendency of going for a few runs, but taking quite a lot of wickets, which would put my average up slightly. Uh, but my strike rate will be quite low. Um, as G- I think Jess said earlier, quite an attacking off. So I'd quite happily go for four or five and over, as I feel that they're playing some shots, obviously. Yeah. And it gives me yeah. a chance to... Yeah, and, and that's good to watch. That has been, you know, over the last, you know, the last few years. It is great as a spectator, as as me and and Duke are. It is good to see that. You know, sometimes it can get certainly if it's if it's cold and windy and wet, and you, you're watching paint dry. It, it's not that entertaining, to be fair. But but Paddy, you've always, uh, you know, when when you're out there bowling, it's you know, I know you're always trying to be positive, and and the skippers. Uh, Help you out. So if we move on from your performances and, and what you've done, I've just a few queries that I want to just put to you and and just ask you about your thoughts and and what really went on and what was in your mind. You know, you, we listen to your chat now, and you know whether it's down at the club or wherever we meet up. You know, you're the, you're the loveliest man in the world. You know, you get on with everyone. You're so friendly. You know, Joe, your brother takes the Mickey out of you for being you know, angry and upset at yourself for your batting, etc. But you have been banned a few times. Just tell us what's happened there. there. What's going on? 
I've been banned twice, yeah. It's not that I, I'd say that's not less than a few. How uh, many times have you been banned, Dooch? Uh, I've I've never been banned. Joe Martin. Jez, I've, I've, how many times have you been banned, Jez? No, I've never been banned either. No. I've never been banned, Jez. Um, no. I'm known as known as the an umpire's friend. Yeah. So go on, Paddy. What's going on there? Uh, I don't really need to discuss the second one. Uh, you do. That's the you need to discuss them both. Discuss, discuss them both. Yeah. So start with the first one at Todmorden. So start with so the first one at Todmorden. Uh, Give us the context of what the league game winning was game. And, yeah, we had to win. So it's a massive game, Jez. Right. Thousands of folk at Todmorden watching. <laughs> yeah. Scar TVs there. Um, yes. We are. We bowled first, didn't we? Um, and then we're obviously chasing. Yeah. So I'm into bat. They're pro sub sub pro. I think the day Kelly Smuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, get forward, defend one back to the bowler, get back to my mark, turn round. Umpires are giving me out. Still no idea how. It didn't. It genuinely didn't hit my pad, Jez. Right. Um, and what? So what's happened with it? Where's ball? Where's the ball gone? It's gone it's straight back to the hands. bowler. Hang on, so you I was it. giving out LBW straight off the bat. Right. The uh, umpire who just gives it up, swaggers off to the right. Massive game, ruined my week. You spend all week getting ready for that game, ruined. Uh, and then I, as I turned round, I accidentally knocked the stumps over. <laughs> right. Um, so I just picked pick the bale back up that I knocked off and <laughs> walked, walked off. Can we can we put a can we put some factual information in there, Jez? Yeah, because it doesn't sound very truthful, that. <laughs> it, it's really not. It's absolutely it's absolutely not true. I'm not sure whether no one knows whether it's his back because Paddy's never out LBW. The second no. thing is he didn't I... tap his stumps. He absolutely demolished his stumps that yeah. when I would say I don't know, 10, 10 metres, <laughs> 10 metres. And he had three stump marks in his bat. Yeah, to buy and then, and then when he went into the dressing room, he threatened to kill me because I called him irrational. <laughs> so hang on, so Paddy, let's... So you've, you've obviously, you know, seen red. Um, you've got angry, you've wiped him out. You obviously... I think they describe it, Jez, as losing your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Red yeah. mist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those things... You know, so you possibly need some therapy for it, you know, because you, you just never know, do you, really, when what, that's going to happen again. What was even better, Jez? Now, my dad's fantastic, but there's been two occasions where he's just dumbfounded me. One one was then, the other one was, I might discuss it after, but that one he said, did you think he hit that? <laughs> after the game, I very nearly hit him, hit him with a bat. So you've got in dressing rooms. Obviously, I... I Dressing rooms don't change in, in in this regard. They will all be the same. People will be watching it. Some players won't be watching. Some will be, you know, messing about on the phones or whatever else. But players will have seen it. And then they'll have got together giggling and thinking, oh, God almighty, that is so funny. Just because that's what happens. And I would imagine that people have either come into... The, the mischievous ones have come into the dressing room to see what you're going to do, and the ones who are a little bit wary might have gone out of the dressing room just to give you some space. So just just let us know what happened as you walk towards the dressing um, room. 
to be honest, I would still describe it as out of character. Okay. And I okay, think go people, on, what happened? I think people realise that and very few people came near me. Right. So you've walked into the dressing room? Yeah, Charlie's on my right. Yeah. I can see him bordering on a snigger, but <laughs> right. honestly, Jez, I, I don't remember much of it. Right. So who else was in the dressing room? Uh, I think it was Joe Hawk. And then that, right. that crank next to you on the screen. <laughs> right. So what did he well, say? Well, that was irrational, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a good impression. <laughs> And what did you say? Uh, I, I threatened to kill him, Jess. You did. <laughs> and then I have a techie just went and sat down and salt and. Yeah, and then we won luckily, so all all forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only problem, <laughs> Paul Stanley, one of my heroes, said to me after, uh, "I know you were mad, but don't do that again. It were a lot of paperwork." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only what what did you get what did you get ban wise and and from who? Uh, four games, two suspended, Joe. From the club or the league? I think it was from the club. Right, just because so that's what normally happens. Do. For those who don't yeah. know, yeah. the club normally uh, yeah, the club it, normally it proactively does, ban the player. Yeah. Yeah. Confirm it's that. Uh, the only yeah. plus point was I got to go on the booze bus with Frank Enty to Rami for the last game. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah, on the train. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that was good fun. For you. So you picked Frank, did you, to go with? Uh, no, he stood next to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've got a lot of time for Frank, so I, did, I didn't mind it until he'd had his second can, and then it got a bit, uh, <laughs> bit risky. <laughs> See, that, that's an interesting thing about you losing your rag. I mean, it, it perhaps would be more understandable if it would have been the last game of the season and there was a lot riding on it. You know, we need to win that game to win the league and you get stiffed with a bad decision. So you lose your rag and hit the stumps. But we actually had two more games to go. We only needed something like four points from the last, from the last three games to win yeah. the season. So, we, you know, we were going to do it. There was not much jeopardy involved. And you still lost your rag and smashed the stumps to bits. Yeah. Well, one of my great friends, Corbus, <laughs> he obviously weren't playing at the time because he'd gone back home. Um, and he just texted me after, just with a silly man. That's, that's how we'd say it. Uh, that was all it had, silly man with a full stop. <laughs> had to do a John oh. Terry, Jess. Put his whites on for end of season. Put his last game. <laughs> so so you put them on, did you? Only for the pictures, Jess. Right, okay. Yeah, so go on then. Let's, let's have a discussion about your second band. What happened there? Oof, another big game was the Cup final. LBW. Nicked it onto my pad. Uh, right. Just sort of went like that, walked off, then umpire banned me. I don't think the umpire banned you. I think it probably the league or no, the club he did, again. He, but... he gave me a level one warning, which is a ban. Right. So you, you got banned for simply raising your hands after being uh, I had my out. back in my hand, obviously. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, in a threatening manner, Your Honour. Pointing your back towards the umpire. I didn't point. I didn't point the back towards the umpire. That, that's the emoji, Jess. Yeah. I had that hat on as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I spoke. I mean, to, that on the face of it, that I spoke like to some of the Burnley like lads after the game, and they couldn't believe I'd been banned either. But, can you remember what he said, the umpire, Pete? Uh, I can. 
I mean, we, we, we can't use some of the words, but... Um, uh, he just said, I'm going to have to ban you for that. You've made me look like a... Right. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, these and things yet, happen, uh, Jess. Yeah, they do. and you're all for it, aren't you? Know, you're all for it. So it, uh, it does interest me, though. I don't know if anyone will know the answer to this. Do we feel... Let's have a little discussion about do we feel, as a cricket club, and we'll have to be careful what we say, that we do get persecuted over the last 10 years or so. The Crompton at home last year, when we played cricket, one of their, I think it was one of the bowlers, booted the stumps over, didn't it? Yeah, nothing happens. With... Nothing happened, did it? Nothing, no one yeah, even reported or nothing. worth getting into, Jess, because it's so bizarre what happens. It's just... Mm. I was going to say, I don't know if it's necessarily that we get persecuted. I think the bigger issue is just the staggering inconsistency. Yeah. Throughout, throughout everything, yeah. and depending on what day of the week, what what umpire you've got on what day of the week will determine how serious something is viewed or or otherwise. And yeah. that, that's probably something that needs to be sorted out. Yeah, and it does. You don't. We don't. I, I've I've got this theory in later in my life that I'm not going to waste energy on things that you can't do anything about, and you know why get yourself all whipped up about it. But it does. You know when it's the heat of the moment and things are happening and you know that you know the league exec could behave in, in, in a certain way and all of a sudden people get banned like you said Duke it's, you know it's probably not just those you know it, uh, the consistency thing is what really could get a, you know w- w- would be a lot better um, so anyway so your second ban um, was around the was the cup final let's you know again it's a topic we want to talk about all sorts of things on this podcast let's you know to to get arouse our own uh, thoughts and to, to work, you know, and what went on. Talk me through what happened in the 2012 Cup final, Paddy. 2012? Yeah. Uh Well, not much for me, Jez, because I didn't play. Yeah, I know you didn't. <laughs> but just, so tell us what happened for like two um, weeks before. And... So the semi-final was East Lanks. Away. With some great kicks. Hockey was there, pro. Was that right? Was that when we went over to the Bowling Green? Yeah, correct. Yeah, that was great. I got a few wickets in the semi-final. But looking back now, I would say I knew then I wasn't going to play in the final. Why would you say that? Because you bowled before me in the semi. I just didn't think I would. uh, No reason. No, you know, when you just get that sort of feeling, I just had the feeling I wouldn't... Looking back now, I realised I had that feeling that I weren't going to play. Then, I think, did you... Were the decision that night, Joe? What happened was, there was a... There was a rained-off game. game on the Saturday at Rotten Stallway. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 it was just a regular league game on that that Saturday. Oh, right, yeah. And that was, the game was Rotten Stallway. And everybody so, was available. That was the night before. Uh, so Charlie told me. Uh, so Charlie said, "You're not, you're not playing. Uh, we're picking Joe, but you will play in the league for the rest of the season." Which bit strange, but I would, I would personally also find it incredibly difficult to pick. I can't say anything against Charlie now. It must have been such a tough decision. Such a tough decision. 
and he just went with what he thought was the right decision. Yeah, so, I mean, looking back now, Jez a bit older, a bit wiser, a lot, a lot less. I don't know what word to agony about it. Maybe, uh, obviously, at the time, bitterly upset. Yeah. Um, looking back now. I'm not saying I'd do the same, but I know it'd, it'd be incredibly difficult to, to choose. Mm. Do you think it'd, uh, it's a good out to do with uh, Joe and Charlie were best minutes? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'd, I'd like to say, yeah, but I, I can't. It's just what Charlie felt was right. Yeah. What, what's your recollection of it, Duke? You know, the build-up. You've obviously played it seconds, were you, on the Saturday against Rottenstall? Yeah, so, so we... Like we have had a few times since, we've probably had 12 first-team players. Myself yeah. and Paddy were 11 yeah. and 12. So yeah. if, if anybody was unavailable, which obviously there usually is, me and, me and Paddy were both playing the first team, as we did you know, yeah. loads, of times that, loads of times that season. Fincher. Fincher but obviously, yeah. <laughs> but obviously you get around to a cup final, and there's not going to be anybody missing for a cup final. So you know that when the cup yeah. final comes along, there's going to be a decision to make. Yeah. People listening to this might find this hard to believe, but at that stage, we they're probably they're probably in our uh, impact on the team. Where there probably wasn't that much in it, which again sounds ridiculous now when you look oh, at the trajectories yeah, that right, our that, that our um, bowling careers went. But at the time, we were probably doing a very similar job. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was, was yeah. A, it was a, yeah. it was a legitimate decision to be made, and whichever way it would have gone. There would have been merit in making that that particular decision. So you didn't on the Saturday then. You Saturday day when you're playing, you're just assuming you're not playing in the final the day after Duke. Yeah, I was. Assu- yeah. I was. Just, I was assuming that I'd, there was a from. Obviously, this, the yeah. team from Saturday was eleven, yeah. and then yeah. it was plus J Benaducci from twelve on on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But then at the club on the we were at home on the club on the Saturday night. Um, Charlie walked past me in the bar and he said, you're in. And I don't know at that stage whether they'd already told Paddy that he was out or not. We were both vying for the same spot and obviously I could see, I know, I knew that he would be upset and then I could see that he was upset and yeah, and it, it wasn't it wasn't a pleasant evening no. in the club, let's put it that way. I would also <laughs> say, Joe, if we're feeling like that, imagine what it, Charlie must be feeling like to have to, to, have to decide. Yeah. You know, in fact... I can't remember the exact side, but you possibly, if, if whoever is who's going to play is going to bat seven, eight, nine, ten, and maybe need to get quick runs, you would probably say Dukes would get the edge. But if they wanted someone that could be adaptable and bat in the top five, if we lost a lot of wickets, then Paddy could get could get the nod. But yeah, and that it possibly was the batting that 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 maybe swung it, but. Um... I played in two ways of the cup finals and I haven't scored a run in either <laughs> or taken a wicket in either. <laughs> I've played in one draw and not scored a run. Umpire fired me. Obviously upset, Jez. I had a, I had a great chat that night with Francois. Yeah. Um, who obviously had some thoughts on it. Yeah. Uh, as he does with everything else. Um, he came and picked me up, went for a bit of a drive. He just talked me through through everything and then felt much better after that sort of yeah no that's good I'm not saying agreed with it but you know I accepted it 
Yeah, yeah. To be, you know, you you are saying the things now about, you know, you accept that it must have been a, a very difficult decision and one that you know, which, which is, you know, you you're not going to get it. Not so much the decision, right? But whatever you do, there's going to be some issues yeah. and problems. I so think just... even if they look back on it with hindsight now, I still don't think they know what to do. No, no. I was stood at the scoreboard end next to the sight screen. And obviously, yeah. we had the two drop catchers. Yeah. So I'd run on the pitch twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Remember, you dropped those two catchers, Pat? <laughs> Charlie and Blaze, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the safest pair of hands you could possibly get. Yeah. But I can yeah. vividly remember winning, sprinting on. First person I saw was Dooch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which were quite a nice moment, really. <laughs> so you wanted it back to hit him with, like, you then wicket. Yeah. But it is, you know, it's a measure of your paddy. It is, you know, what you know, what makes you and what makes the club so great that you can, you can behave like that, and you know, and you're still there, and you, you're churning out the the runs, you're churning out the wickets, and uh, you know, and obviously trophies. You know, you've played in some, you know, some great sides, won quite a few league titles, T20s, Worsley Cups, and uh, and everything else. What's your memories around the, you know, on a on a brighter note, what's your memories around those victories and, and you know, those seasons where it's been um, fantastic to watch? So the 2011 was just unbelievable because we, we weren't even a good team, <laughs> really, on paper. And then all of a sudden we top of the league, we're beating everyone and people who you didn't think were great players are straight away great players. Yeah, just, yeah. Just bizarre. I don't, would you agree with that, Dooch? I don't think anyone saw us. No, we we definitely didn't go into that season thinking we were going to be we were going to be doing anything. It was, you know, you no. just talked about the expectations yeah. around Francois, and we, you know, we've done it on other podcasts. But we we definitely did not at the start of that season think we're going to do something here. It was an yeah. underwhelming signing as a professional. No question yeah. about that. Yeah, um, and. You know, our amateur lineup, it was okay. Um, is it the best we ever had? I don't probably not, but we were all right. We had we had a lot of bases covered. <clears throat> but what happened to us, and I think this happens a lot in amateur sport, particularly in amateur cricket, is we got on a run and it was very, very difficult to stop us once we got going. Yeah. Once we were on a roll, we, we had momentum. And I'm, I'm a huge believer in momentum in amateur cricket. Yeah. It impacts so many different things before you even walk on the field. Momentum's had an impact. Um, You know, with people, how people train, how people are available, the mindset people turn up to games in. I mean, we've all played in sides where you're playing for nothing and it's June or July or August and you already know that the season's dead and you're literally turning up just, just because that's what you're meant to be doing. Whereas... When you won, when you've won the last seven games, and you think that might lead to something, it changes everything, absolutely everything. Yeah, it does. Uh, and that's it what does. happened that year more than more than any other year that that, that I played. Um, that's that's what got us through that season a, a lot. Yeah. And we were just. It is, Duke. Yeah, I mean, and just, I mean, I'm just thinking now. I'm honestly thinking out loud. It's maybe, and I'm sure Ben does listen to these podcasts. But you, when we've had people on, when we do try and talk a little bit of sense. 
and it, you know, professional sport is is also around momentum. But they get paid and they get trained. You know, they're training every day. They get it instilled into them, and people get sacked. You know, that's the bottom line if they're not doing it right. Whereas in, in amateur sport, it, it is that momentum. And I think it was Blaz that mentioned about, you know, quite selfishly but correctly about his batting and how once you start and you start well, then it builds up your momentum and then you get. You know, you you feel like you can't get out, and then when you do have a you know a, a couple of low scores, it doesn't matter because you've had, you know, you've made up for your, your your scores early on in the season. So is it not something that and I don't know, I don't know if other clubs would listen to this podcast. Is it something that we as a club should look at? You know, in end of March and in early April, that this is what's got to be instilled into the players the the attitude of got to win we've got to get off to a good start because if you don't once it gets to the second week in May which can only be the fifth game sometimes the season's gone yeah you know is it something we yeah. should look at and I'm sure that I think <clears throat> I think we are we are a lot better at that and you know obviously I've talked to Ben a lot and he, he, he um, Paddy and Joe will be in the environment so they'll know but my understanding of it is they start every season now with the view that we're already in a title race yeah, because we're a good side, and that's yeah. expected of us. But the point about 2011 was that wasn't there yeah, you didn't the expect season it. because we yeah. weren't really yeah. giving ourselves that yeah that, that chance until yeah. we got through, you know, a, a eight games, yeah. and you know we're thinking, hang on a minute, we actually might be uh, we might be onto something yeah. here. Yeah, and that's what makes it even more phenomenal, doesn't it? That you know that you didn't have all those top players. And what uh, what did you think of that year, uh, little Joe Martin? I think one of the one of the things that we did exceptionally well was, um, as Duke said, was having momentum through. But when we did lose a game or we did have a setback, we always we always rebound rebounded after after a loss or. You know, after we tied a game, we always came back and 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 won the next game. Um, yeah. There was a period of of games where we lost. We lost on the Friday night in the 2020. We got beat by Nelson in the cup, and then we lost on the Sunday. And prior to that, we were you know second or third, and people thought, well, wheels the wheels have come off now. But we just carried on, carried on winning. And as as Duke said, we had bases covered. But we were an extremely inexperienced team, um, you know. Right. Except for Dooch, Blez, Charlie, Finch, um, and Hassan coming in as well. We were even, you know, even Ben probably hadn't played that many first team games at that at that stage. And then you had me, Paddy, Johnny, Matt Walker. So I, that was only my second year in first team cricket. Johnny's well. Probably his first year, I'd say, and I don't and um, and Matt Matt was probably similar to Paddy, um, but the environment that we that Francois and Charlie created was was in, incredible, and it's actually this will sound really weird, uh, but I'm sure you're used to it now when I speak. But I don't have a lot of hobbies, but I can't tell you how much I enjoy chasing a league, chasing a league title. I think we've won three, or I've won. I've won three, and they are genuinely some of my most enjoyable days on cricket, on, yeah. and and in general, yeah. it's absolutely thrilling, <laughs> to say the least. Chasing chasing leagues, 
it's brilliant. I can't describe the feeling any any greater than that. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it must be, and, and and good to watch, and it's a great achievement when you think of the standard and you know and, and what what is required to actually do that. Um, and also, I you know I don't know well. You know, Francois' first year, like you said, we certainly didn't expect a great deal. You know, which probably makes it all the more, um, you know, of a, a, a fantastic achievement. Um, but we, we we didn't just win the league that year either. We we coursed it. You know, there were no there were no nerve nerve wracking finale that year. We we'd absolutely yeah you know, we were in miles clear. You know, it wasn't it it, it wasn't like. It wasn't like 2012, for example. We'd won the Worsley no. Cup. Uh, and I think we won the first 11 league games or something like that. But the league went down to... But Francois had a few injuries and, and, and we lost a couple of games and it ended up going to the last game of the season. And as Duke said, that 2011 game, we, we, uh, we costed we it. Uh, yeah. We really did. We really did. Uh, whereas that 2012 season, whilst we probably were expected to win the league one would say we it was a it was a lot tougher challenging for all for both yeah. of those things yeah no, it was a fantastic achievement um i mean i've not a great deal else to, to go through here paddy is there anything you want to talk about and you want to uh, f- for us to discuss around your career <laughs> no not really Tell us about that day that you nearly died at Tomadin. Oh no, you headed one at Tomadin, didn't you? No, at Colne, you headed one at Colne. Yeah, and then uh, I've, I was taken <laughs> ill on the uh, at the Todd game. All right, okay, right. So tell us about the day at Colne, please. So it was a T20. Who was our pro? Was Corbus our pro, Joe? Aaron no, Hill. It would have been Hills up, I think. Yeah. So I was fielding. So the wicket was up at the top side towards the road, Jez. Right. And I was feeling at Cal Corner, sort of just to the other side of the tea room, uh, where, the right. wall, where the wall starts. Uh, I think it was Jeff Ellis. Scars one up. I come hurtling in to take a routine catch. Slip on the sprung, sprinkler cover. Right. I slip. The ball hits me square on the forehead. Right. <laughs> knocks me to the floor. I've got this massive lump on my head. On an inch either way would have been a disaster. Luckily, there was nothing wrong. But where were your hands? Stopping me falling. <laughs> right. So I properly slip like face first, and as I'm falling, the ball hits me square on the head. And honestly, Jez, it didn't hurt. <laughs> right. Were you playing, Duke? No, I've just looked at the scorecard. I, I don't know why I wasn't playing. Ollie, Ollie Bailey and Matt Marquis were playing, and so I must have been away. Uh, did you play, you... Uh, Joe? Yeah, I played. I was very concerned until it was all right. Can you remember what Dad said to you? Well, I was going to say, the one, the two things he's ever said to me, so one were when uh, at Todd went the LB. The second one, I'm led on the floor with this massive lump, Jez, genuine like a cricket ball stuck on my head. My dad comes trotting over. Are you all right? Where's he hit you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got this cricket-sized ball on my head. I said, yeah, I'm on my shin, Dad. <laughs> um, 
and the game at Todmorden, Jez, um, as Paddy said, he was taken ill. It was a really there, hot Paddy. day, Jez. Really hot day, right. Jez. Right. And I, I think the, the heat just got the better of me. Um, anyway, I started to perk up a little bit, so I got all my pads on. Helmet ready. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Tell us about yeah. your uh, how you what what built up to the field what first. Yeah, yeah, we fielded first. Right, so you've gone out in the field. And we, what it was, was just it? it was just really hot. Right. And I think what colour were you? What colour were your hair then? Wild autumn forest at that time. Okay. <laughs> before before it got wavy, before yeah. it got wavy and waved bye bye to your head. Before it turned eggshell blonde. Um, yeah, so we fielded first. It was red hot. Okay. Uh, obviously too hot for a, a, a light blonde-haired lad like myself. And yeah, yeah. I just felt horrendous. I had a cold shower, because uh, Sue Walker told me to. Um, so I had a cold shower, came back out, felt a little bit better, got my pads and everything on, sat next to Blaise. <laughs> After half an hour or so, Blaise just turned to me and said, you're not batting. I said, I feel all right, Blaise. And he said, you're not. I can't even see your face, you're that white. <laughs> uh, and I didn't go out on that. So, so proper sunstroke. Yeah. I, could, I, was, I was batting at the end. I, I can remember. And I can just remember getting out. I think I was caught behind, I think, or caught at square leg. Caught at square leg, I think. I can just remember walking off and and... Chaz or Blez were like saying, right, come in. <laughs> just Paddy was sat there with his pads and stuff on and a, and a massive sun hat. <laughs> what, so what sun cream had you put on? Uh, it would have been Factor 50, Jess. Layer. Well, these things happen. Yeah, you oh, won't dear. do it again, will you? No. Can you walk us through your... Um, as it's well documented, Jez, I drop a lot of catches. But, um, Paddy, can you walk us through your drop, drop catch against Haslander, Phil Hayes? Uh, <laughs> please. I don't, please. Really, I don't really remember it, to be honest. Well, I, well, I do. What so, I remember no, is, no. actually, no, it's suddenly just all come, come back yeah, flooding to uh, me. Yeah, I'm okay. glad you brought it up, Joe. So I was stood at sort of uh, short third man, Jez. Right. And this ball... Phil Hayes top edge of this ball, it goes probably ceiling high. Right. Straight above the wickets. So all right. day long, it's my brother's catch. All day right. long. I come running in from short third man to try and take the catch. Why? And I drop it. Because Joe don't go for it, Jez. So I've dropped it, which I will admit was a fairly easy chance. But if Joe goes for it, he's got big gloves on. It's an inch to his left. And he leaves it. Yes, not only are any of those um, points in that statement incorrect, they are fake news to say the least. So first of all, Paddy was stood in the slips and it was an overcast day and he had a sun hat on. Right. The, the second point was Matt Walker was bowling and he bowled one that was slightly short and Phil Hayes did top edge it and Paddy did say it went ceiling high and it went straight to him. Went straight to him at maybe second slip. Dropped it. Matt Walker was sort of, you know, Matt Walker could get angry sometimes, but he was just sort of, kind of bamboozled by the fact that he that he, that he dropped it, 
And after he dropped it, he thrown it back, and he, he turned to me and went, that was yours. <laughs> so, and, I, and then, and then told everybody else that it was my catch. So, bless, bless to ask me why I didn't go for it. And it went straight to him. <laughs> it went straight to him. And he, and he wouldn't, he still doesn't accept it to this day, that it were, that it was, that it was catch. He didn't feel the mistakes ever again. were pro as well that year, weren't they? Yeah, so, yeah. drop pro as well. Yeah. Do you think that one was easier than the one that landed on your just over your back when you were at short short middle? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Not me. me. You, yeah. yeah. Can you not remember that? <laughs> of course, I can remember it. I don't know if it's been discussed before, so I, I don't. No, it hasn't. Well, it's it fine. Hasn't. It was so you're on about the one against Accrington, <laughs> France when Francois bowled. Yeah, when you're at short mid wicket and he went to pull one and you ducked and it landed on your on your back. <laughs> it's not quite true, but what yeah, what did happen? I was fielding it short. What's that position called? Mid wicket. Silly leg. Short mid wicket. Yeah. And the Francois banged another half tracker in, another half tracker in, and the batsman's like gone like got his bat up ready to pull it. So obviously a natural reaction, I I like cowered <laughs> out at wave it. And unfortunately for me, he mistimed it horribly, and it just gently looped over my head. But I was obviously cowering, thinking I was going to get the ball pasted. Victor in the brace position. <laughs> Francois shouted at me. We've all dropped, and we've all dropped them like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I've, I've gone. dropped quite a few easier. I, which, it was one of the years we won the league. I dropped one against Nelson to get bonus points, Jez. Yeah, Elliot Bradley. Yeah, it was hit back to me, and honestly, it was underarm to me, and I dropped it. You dropped one off me at Arishton as well, and that were about the time when we were both bowling at the uh, at the same time, yeah, competing for overs. I did I that one on I purpose, might, sure. I might have suggested that you did it on purpose. You <laughs> just, of course. <laughs> I don't think so, uh, Paddy. I don't oh, think No, so. I wouldn't have done that on purpose, Jez. No, no. Um, so is there anything else that we, uh, that, we need, that we need to go through? Have you got anything... Joe? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, I, want, I want to just ask him, uh, he's vice-captain now, so I oh, just yeah. wanted to ask how um, how you find that, first of all, vice-captaincy, and is it captaincy something that you've always wanted to do, seen yourself doing, and do you think at some stage you will take over? Uh, I enjoy the vice-captaincy. I wouldn't say I do an awful lot other than just be there for Ben to talk to if he needs to, you know, talk anything through, any suggestions, anything like that. He's quite um, strong-minded, I think you could describe Ben as. So if he's got an idea, he tends to stick to that. But if he does want uh, any advice or anything like that or suggestions, you can you can put it forward and he does stack them on board. Um and I think Joe might disagree with me. It's probably calmed me down slightly, so I don't quite feel as uh, don't quite feel as susceptible to a ban, Jez. Well, that's good. <laughs> I just threw, I think, a bit more responsibility, really. You get to fill uh, out the team card. Yep, yeah, fill out. Get to put my hand right into good practice. <laughs> Captaincy wise, do. I don't know, really. I've not really thought. I still think of myself as being 16 and playing. 
it's bizarre. And I don't, it's not really occurred to me that it might happen. So if Ben, so if ben got hit by a bus tomorrow... <laughs> yeah, I'd ring him to see if he were all right. We're, are we in safe hands or not? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I mean, Joe's probably yeah. a better option to pass than me. But I, I wouldn't say yeah, no. Yeah, we would be in safe hands because Charlie would do it. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your pros? What's your thoughts this year, Paddy? Prospects, you know the uh, the new pros been officially announced. What's um, um, what's would, your thoughts on the season? And some of the players. I think every season that I've been in now since we won the league in 2011 has been an, one of optimism. Yeah. Uh, as Duke said, we always set the bar to win the league. Good. So that will be no different. Good. Um, the pro signings exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm always a bit sceptical on pros or jazz until they've played that first game. You're too young to be like that. Be, be positive. <laughs> um, but it is a really exciting one, must admit. Uh, gets you looking forward to the season again. Yeah. Yeah, just think of positive thoughts, Paddy. Just you know, you're at that age now where you know you contribute. You've got to contribute a lot. You've got to be there for for people. And I think you know the whole team need that. You know, you, you know, you've got some great players in the ones who are maybe a, a year or two above you. But positivity all the way through it. Positivity, get wickets, win games. Joe, what's your thoughts this year? Do you know, I've been listening to well, sorry, Iggy's, Iggy's podcasts which have been yeah. great, I think. They've been really, really fun. Um, but the way the way Iggy described the signing of Colin Milburn, yeah. I think in terms of like the belief around the club and the excitement around the club seems to be yeah. very seems to be very similar. Uh, I don't yeah. go on Twitter or Facebook or anything all that often. But the reception that he's got from Twitter, not only from our own fans but just from people around, around, the, around the country, really, yeah. um, who hold him in such high esteem, I found absolutely incredible. Yeah. You know, the, and, it, you know, it would appear that we've signed, you know, a top-class performer who's going to be brilliant with the ball, to say the least, and I'm sure uh, will be great with the bat as well. And just bringing... Yeah. It seems, I mean, people seem genuinely excited for the season to come and see him play. Yeah. You know, an ex-England yeah. international, yeah. Uh, quality left-arm spinner. It's going yeah. to be... He also, Jez, has a, a great attitude, but he's got a great um, sort of excitability about him. Right, so when, you, when you talk to him... Enthusiasm of cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah when, you, when you talk yeah. to him and listen to him he's he's really really keen good so he's i mean he obviously is a fantastic one day uh bowler 2020s or the the one day internationals or one day counties and so he will do a lot with it won't he you know paddy i mean you 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 bowl your off spin i know you've got that arm ball there and one that just drifts away i'm sure he'll have various uh different balls to this in the bowl are you thinking of standing up to him joe <laughs> well, I was going to put in the. Uh, I was going to put in when he sent a message to us all, saying thanks for the welcome and stuff like that. And I was going to say it's really good to have you on board. However, you're going to have to get used to cricket balls hitting me in my chest. 
Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask him if he knew a keeper to bring. <laughs> hey, Iggy's, Iggy's no, still voting for me. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I am as well, Joe. You're a good one. Thanks, Jess. Uh, no, looking forward to it. It's real, real good prospects. And, and Dooch, I, I guess that you're, you know, you're in... You're in regular contact with Ben and, and the other players, and they'll be excited about it, I guess. Certainly, you know, get get this next lockdown out of the way. Let's get through to February, and hopefully the vaccines are starting to kick in. And then before you know where you are, clocks are moving and it's getting lighter. The players up for it that you know of, Dooch? I've spoke to Ben, um, specifically about cricket. I've spoke to, obviously, a few other lads, but not, not yeah. really specifically about cricket. But Ben's, yeah. as you would expect, his old system's go already, really. Yeah, he's, ben, he's, uh, <laughs> he's formulating plans, looking at potential batting orders and things like that. Yeah. He's, he's, he's really is well-prepared and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, he's, he's mad good. keen and raring to go. Brilliant. Yeah, just like we all are. Let's just uh, hibernate for three months and then let's all come out and wait uh, wait for the, the spring to start. Um, Paddy, it's fantastic having you on. Um, really interesting. You know, like I said at the start, you are one of the one of many, as it turns out. But you know, played at the lower house and nowhere else. You've come through the junior ranks. You've played, and you've got a fantastic career ahead of you, as we just described, as Duke has just mentioned. You're there, you're thereabouts already, you know, you're in the top 10 bowlers and I'm sure that you will continue to, to get lots and lots of wickets. So thanks very much for uh, for your time and coming on. Is there anything you want to, to add before I just go around to the other two lads and, uh, and say goodnight? Uh, just thanks for having me firstly and I look forward to a lot more games for Warhouse. I love playing there, love the club, love everybody at the club. Good, and good. Really appreciate that. Joe Martin, anything... Uh, before you go and get your McDonald's and then bed? Uh, I would just like to say that it's absolutely wonderful to be back on the podcast. It's great. I can't tell you how much I enjoy seeing you and Joe Benaducci. It, it fills me with so much happiness. That's good to hear. And I see, I see you back using electricity in West End Room again. I'm in the um, Joe Martin. I'm in the Joe Martin suite. Joe Martin suite. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Duke, anything you want to add before we wrap it up? Nope, nothing nope. from ages. All, all been sorted. Thanks very much uh, for this evening. Hope everyone enjoys listening uh, to the podcast and we'll look forward to our next one. Thanks all. Bye. Mm-hmm.